discover the possibilities of internal medicine. This is the NYACP Physician Spotlight Podcast. I'm Hudson Lee, and I'm a second-year medical student at Weill Cornell. And today we have Dr. Aaron Glatt with us from Mount Sinai South Nassau. He's the chair of the Department of Medicine, the chief of infectious diseases, and a hospital epidemiologist. And today we'll be talking with him regarding various topics related to COVID-19. Thank you so much again, Dr. Glatt, for joining us. My pleasure to be here. My pleasure to be a small part of educating you for the future. And now with the presence of breakthrough infections, there seems to once again be more of a focus on getting COVID-19 tests, even for vaccinated individuals. So to bring back this question of when should we get a rapid antigen test versus a PCR test? So in, in a paper that we're in the process of publishing right now, so I'm not giving away all the details of it, but this has been supported by the literature, the rapid tests work much better in patients who are symptomatic and showing that they truly have disease. They're almost as good as a PCR in that setting, but they perform far more poorly in asymptomatic patients, both giving you both false positives and false negatives. So suffice to say that a PCR remains the gold standard. I would really call it the copper standard because it's not a great test, but it's a pretty good test. But that's the best thing that we can work with right now. There are different platforms in the laboratories doing various PCR tests. In another paper that we have published, we showed that for people who had COVID on a clinical and as well from other evidence, the PCR was positive only 80% of the time. Now, we could have missed that sweet spot when they were actually shedding virus. We could have had uh, a sampling error. We didn't get a good sample. But these tests are not perfect, even in patients who clearly have COVID. So I do believe that one of the ways for us to better control the spread, in addition to vaccination, is identifying people who have COVID and isolating them. And we have not done that as well as any of us would have liked. Because if we could stop that domino effect early on, identify somebody at the start of their symptom period of time, but recognizing that even two days before that, they're probably highly contagious. So you're not going to be able to do that unless you're doing routine screening. And some places have advocated doing routine screening on a weekly basis, for example, in nursing home employees. So there is some, some situations where you might want to institute regular screening. But in general, the minute somebody is identified as either being exposed or having symptoms, testing is important in terms of trying to stop the spread of COVID-19 as soon as you can. Anybody in the last 48 hours, too late. But at least the next 48 hours, the next 72 hours, the critical period of time of contagiousness is probably the 48 hours before symptoms and the 72 hours after the start of symptoms. That's the sweet spot, if you wish, for contagiousness. Every patient's different. Some patients that are contagious for a much longer period of time, rare patients that never mount any antibody and they can't control the viral shedding. And there's some patients that have such low amounts of virus, it's detectable, but it's probably not very contagious. But the good rule of thumb is two days before, three days after for the most contagious point in that person's COVID-19 illness. And one option that some people have been pursuing in terms of COVID-19 tests are at-home tests. How accurate do you think these are? So it all depends what the technology is and it depends how accurately they're done. 
you know, there's no reason to think that a somewhat trained individual who's putting in a, a, a swab in your nose is necessarily going to do that more efficiently than instructing the person to put it in the nose themselves. But are they doing it properly is question number one. Are they uh, sending it off in a reasonable period of time? Is it not drawing out? Uh, are there delays and making it less accurate the longer the delay is? Um, there are other ways to test this, saliva testing. Who's doing the laboratory component of this as opposed to is this a rapid test that the person is doing themselves on a card? So it's hard to answer that question in the abstract. It will depend on how the test is performed, what test is done, who's actually quality assuring that it's done properly. We had a very successful program where we did uh, a, a certain type of rapid antigen test done by our staff who are well-trained in doing it properly, quality controlling the laboratory assessment done right there under properly uh, humidity and temperature controls for the situation where the test was being performed so we could control for the variables as best as possible. And we had very good correlation in that situation with symptomatic people turning true positive. So it all depends on how it's done. So I'm in favor of these types of testing programs as long as they're done well. Well, all this is really great to hear and certainly gives us hope for the future. There are still a lot of things on the horizon and now that we can do, namely getting vaccinated. Um, well, thank you so much, Dr. Glatt, for, for taking the time to speak with us and hopefully our, our listeners can find this conversation just as helpful as, as I did. So thank you so much once again. Please, if you, for whatever the reason, have not gotten vaccinated yet, please do so. Please be a strong proponent to your friends, family, acquaintances, patients, and anyone you can in your social setting to advocate for vaccine. We need more young people advocating vaccination, not only of COVID, but of other vaccines that are very, very important. We need young people like you, Hudson, and other uh, medical students getting out there and telling people, I'm an educated medical provider. I'm telling you to get vaccinated. You're my age, you're roughly my age, you're my peer. Peer-to-peer -peer is much better sometimes than old professor to younger people. Thank <laughs> you.